we play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Big Easy Bets. This is episode number nine. I'm your host, Logan. and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. I put 20 rabbits in a hat, and they keep jumping out. Unreal. And also with us back in the studio again is Justin, the Russian concussion mascaro. What's up, everybody? Glad to be back. We told him that if he made some quality picks, we'd have him back on the show. What'd you end up going, 6-4-1? and one? Should have went 8-2-1, and two and one, but uh, UCF and Houston screwed it up. Houston and Tulane, that was the one of the worst worst beats I've ever been a part of. Um, so on today's episode, we're going to recap last week's picks. We're going to very quickly talk about UFC 243 with uh, Robert Whitaker and Israel Adesanya, the main event. And then we're going to make our picks for this coming week's college games and NFL games. So before we dive into that, I want to say we got some good news. We got notified that our podcast made the top 500 rankings for sports podcasts in North America. That's awesome. That is, uh, that's pretty unbelievable. I'd never thought that it would be where it is so fast. So to all of our subscribers and everybody who consistently listens and shows support to the, uh, podcast, we want to say thank you. And, uh, we're going to keep trying to put out some quality content for you. So we'll, uh, with that being said, we'll dive into this week's or last week's games. Um, so it started with, I think I had the first game I had was Duke plus three. That was a Friday game. Um, so yeah, they played Virginia Tech. This game went exactly as I thought it would go. I had going into it on last episode. I said I thought Quentin Harris was going to have a big game, and he did just that. He went twenty for twenty-seven for one hundred and sixty-three yards and two touchdowns, and he had seventeen carries on the ground for a hundred yards and a touchdown. Um, that should have been my big easy bet of the week. It was never in doubt. It was a 45-10 to 10 blowout of a not-so-good Virginia Tech team. So who was your uh, – how did your weekend start off for you, Nick? Uh, um, I had Maryland plus six-and-a-half going against Penn State. Penn State beats them 59 to nothing. <laughs> Penn State puts up over 600 total yards of offense and holds Maryland to 128 total yards. Yeah, that one, that one looked – that looked bad from the jump. I, I think I texted you about that one. I think all I said was Maryland sucks, and we just left it there. You didn't even respond. You didn't even acknowledge it, so I figured it was a rough one for you. But uh, it happens. Penn State, What? I mean, they looked pretty underwhelming all year. I didn't think that they were going to come out as good as they did, so I'll say that. Yeah, I don't think anyone thought it was going to be 59 to nothing. But what I saw in that game was uh, Penn State has a good run defense, and Maryland was net, never able to get anything going, running the football. Uh, their quarterback has problems with accuracy at times, and that's why they weren't able to keep this game uh, at all close. Yeah, so my second game that I had, it was also a Friday night game. Friday night was a good night for me. I had the Arizona State Sun Devils plus five versus the number 15 team, the Cal Golden Bears. Hello? You play to win the game. I said going into it, I liked Herm Edwards as a coach. I liked Jaden Daniels, the true freshman quarterback, and he played well enough to get that get that game done. He uh, he's 
he's a versatile player. He um, was making things happen on the feet, scrambling, keeping plays alive. Cal's no slouch. They have a really good linebacking core. Um, I know their middle linebackers leading the nation in tackles. So, plus five Arizona State. That game was never in doubt. Two and zero on a Friday. You can't ask for much more. So, Justin, I know we did not have you on last episode, but how'd you uh, how'd you do on your weekend? Terrible. I went one and seven. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it was a terrible, terrible weekend. What? Uh, who'd you have? One and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Who won for you? I know. <laughs> uh, Central Michigan covered for the fourth week in a row. Did you not listen to the podcast? Because I went four and one. Yeah. I just. You just you you yeah. said you're not on it this week, so you're not even going to support. Um. I had Texas A&M minus 23 over Arkansas. I was very adamant that Arkansas sucked. That was a bad pick. I'll own that one. Arkansas does suck, though. Let's not let's not uh, get it twisted. They are not good at all, and they have a questionable fan base. I, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was a bad pick. Props to Arkansas. Yeah, but A&M's not very good either. I said all fucking year, I said I don't like Kellen Mond, and I don't know what... I thought because of what Auburn did to him, I thought they would come out firing. And uh, when is Jimbo Fisher going to be on the hot seat? You got, Shoot, you I don't know. They fire him. He's getting paid the big bucks. He's <laughs> I'm just saying, ten million a year. Or something. How long crazy has he been with like them? that? This is his second year with them, or yeah, his second. So it's still early for him. But I mean, if they don't start doing something next year, and definitely the year after that. You got to start looking at him like he's in the Jim Harbaugh category, no? I agree. Okay. I mean, I don't know. It's early. I mean, I thought they were going to be better this year. They're not. So I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They so, got to give them a couple years to be able to recruit. Yeah, build the up necessary the players and all of that. So. Yeah. So I also had uh, ULL minus three and a half. This game was a fucking shit show. ULL, this game shouldn't have been close. They muffed back-to-back punts. Guy comes in, muffs the punt. They give up a, a field goal. Get, get Wind up giving the ball back to uh, Georgia Southern. Make him go three and out, and they muffed the punt again. And I I think it was, they, I think it was within the five-yard line. He gifted him a touchdown. It was, it was unbelievable. I was extremely – I was extremely fucking pissed. Um, but they managed to pull it out, covered the spread, and then I closed out my weekend for college, taking Auburn minus 11 versus Mississippi State. This game was never in doubt. This is exactly how we said it would go. Nick picked this one as well. Auburn's defense is the real deal. I, I don't think there's any uh, any two ways about it. Their secondary their secondary tackles really well. I gotta say, like I was I was really impressed. They they don't miss too many tackles. Bo Nix played well. I'll give it to him. I was skeptical of Bo Nix in the beginning. Still not completely sold on him. But did you watch this one? Did you get a chance? Um, I watched pieces of it, and what I saw was a good Auburn defense. They're fast. They pursued a ball very well. Uh, they're a good tackling team. Bo Nix obviously played very good. Um, yeah, Auburn to me is one of the top four teams in the country right now. Yeah, I don't see how you could argue it. I mean, who's the who's the um, the running back, Whitlock or War? Yeah, Whit Whitlow. Whitlow, that's what it is. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's he really had some, good. Uh, I think he had problems fumbling the ball early in the year, but I mean, he's 
He did good against Texas A&M. And, uh, when does LSU play Auburn? After they play Flo- after they play Mississippi State. So they pl- they'll play Utah State, Florida, Mississippi State, then, then Auburn. Auburn. Dude, that SEC schedule, that thing is crazy. Then you got Bama coming up. You got A and M again. You got Bam Alabama right after Auburn, but we have we a, take a we bye, get week. A bye yeah. week every year. Every year before Alabama, yep. <laughs> they got to take that week to recuperate. Both teams that. get a bye week. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, I went four and one on the weekend. Very profitable weekend. Bad bet in Texas A and M, but can't win them all. Um, I thought. I will say, I think it was fourteen to three. I don't know if you watched this game, Justin. Um, 14-3, Kellen Mond and the running back just kind of run into each other on a little RPO, and they just drop the ball, and Arkansas picks it up and runs it in for a touchdown. I mean, you go down and you score, make it 21-3. to We're a touchdown away from covering the spread, and that I, that as soon as that fumble happened, the momentum completely changed. Uh, Arkansas lost their starting quarterback, Nick Starkle. This is the – third consecutive game i believe where a team has lost their starting quarterback and it has turned out to not be beneficial to me and it's honestly it's pissing me off it really is yeah i had arizona state like you uh what's what i'm what i like about arizona state is how good their defense plays yeah definitely they're always gonna keep them in games because their defense doesn't allow the other team to score a lot of points is that uh is that marvin lewis is doing or is he an offensive guy I think he's offensive. I think he might be an offensive. Uh, I know Herm assistant. Edwards has always had good. Yeah, good, he, he was good a defensive defenses. back. Yeah, yeah, he's got the um, defensive DNA. Yes, yeah, so I had Arbin as well, favored by eleven points. They won that game very easily. I had USC. We're talking about uh, the backup quarterbacks coming in. <laughs> I gotta say, this game to me was a a close game. Despite uh, it, I had USC. Favored by ten and a half, they lose by fourteen. But when you look at uh, the game in terms of yards gained, uh, third down percentage, and first downs, uh, USC's a- ahead in all those categories. Really, where they're not ahead is the turnovers. Matt Fink throws three crucial interceptions that uh, cost me this bet. Well, remember, uh, so another example of the starting quarterback going down and it not being beneficial to me was when USC played Utah. I had Utah, and I mean. He was just throwing some prayers up and just dropping them out out the sky, and his prayers were getting answered. I remember Utah defensive back shoots into the backfield, and it should have been a sack. Is it Fink, the third string guy? Yeah, Matt Fink. Yeah, he breaks the tackle, rolls out, and then just throws a – I don't even know what you would call it – a moonshot that just somehow falls in between the two Utah defensive backs right into – one of the receivers for USC right into his hands. Like, I don't know. It looked like a Hail Mary. Yeah, and I should have known this. I watched the Utah game as well. And Utah secondary I mean, I was watching the game and game. I was like, wow, this guy's completing some nice passes. But one thing that I don't like about this guy is his throw motion is very unorthodox. And uh, it's not a quick release. Yeah. So, obviously, the defensive back's got to jump on that after watch, being able to watch film on him. And uh, that was a bad bet by me. Yeah, you had that when I had A&M. So not every bet's going to be a winner. Um, you, did I? Yeah, I was going to say you had FAU as well. I had FAU. They were uh, one-point underdogs going against Charlotte and Charlotte. Uh, FAU wins this 
uh, 45 to 27. It's a good bet right there. It's a big, easy bet right there. So, to recap our college record, I went 4-1 and one on the weekend. Nick went 3-2. and two. That brings my overall college record to 21-12 and 12 and Nick to 15-14. and 14. Um, Our big, easy bets college record is now 27-19. and 19. That's pretty solid. I mean, that can be better, but that's solid with a f- quite a few bad beats along the way. I think in the last three weeks, I think I'm like 17 and 6, 18 and 6, some along those lines in college. And very easily could be, uh, I mean, the Houston game. That was, that game still bothers me. That game still bothers me, dude. Yeah, I I was working that night and uh, I saw where the game got tied by Houston. 20 seconds left. I'm like, all right, this game's going in overtime. It's going to suck if, um, yeah, if they can score a touchdown and yeah, then, and then they get stopped or something. I'm like, because usually when you when you're getting points and a game goes into overtime, that should be a win. Yeah, because if you were to lose by three, you're you're gonna win with five points. But if it's an overtime game, and you're um the game's over, so if you had five points to start that game, it wouldn't be in overtime. Yeah. So that's a tricky thing with betting. Um, I mean, I got to give it to Tulane. They line up in the like I said last last week. They line up in the victory formation and fake the knee and roll out for like a forty yard run. And that's like the play call of the century. I, I I was fooled. I was like, okay, why are they not at least trying to get in field goal range? And I mean, that was a hell of a play call. And it turned into me like I was like, oh my god, get in field goal range, kick the field goal. Tulane can win, which is great, hometown team. And then Houston t- still covers the spread. And then Jalen McCleskey did some fucking maneuver straight out of the matrix, manages to take three consecutive hits at the same time and then walk into the end zone. Like, I, it was a hell of a play by him. I got to give it to him. But all they got to do is wrap up there, and then we're kicking a field goal to cover the spread. But whatever. That was last week. Or was that last week or was that two weeks ago? Um, it was not well, last week but the week before. Yeah, yeah. so we got to get over it. Got to move on. Um. So yeah, a yeah, hell of, a hell of a game over the weekend was the North Carolina and Clemson game. Did you get a chance to watch that one? Yeah, I watched the end of it, the very end. And um, Mac Brown is uh, on a uh, a roller coaster ride of a season. They suck one week and then they're good the next. Yeah, I should have bet the Carolinas <laughs> this week. One of them. I don't know how South Carolina did or if they even played, but yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, they scored a touchdown, and you think they might tie the game. Um, They go for two. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I like the call to go for two in this situation, but... uh, Me too. I always lean to the aggressive side. I cannot endorse that play call, though. Oh, no, the play call was terrible. Sam Howell is probably one of the most unathletic quarterbacks in college football today. Who were we watching him against? Um, It was one of the Thursday or Friday games like two weeks ago. You bet on him. And I remember Wake Forest, and I was like, he looks like he's got like the knees of an eighty-year-old man. Like he, yeah, like, he runs like around. a uh, he runs like one of them sand crabs at the beach, <laughs> yeah. and you know they're gonna sack him. Like, just like you it was catch a very the crabs. selfish play on him. <laughs> I mean, very selfish. I like the aggressiveness. I always, I always have said that I lean towards the go for the win. Don't leave it up to a coin toss. I mean, I know college is different. Um, obviously, NFL coin toss, but. I mean, they're the number one team in the country, and you got to go two yards to knock them off. I like the play call. Um, 
didn't get it, but it happens. But Clemson is looking very uh, lackluster this year. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and then the onside kick. I didn't see that. See, I didn't watch this entire game. I was flipping back and forth. The onside kick. All right, so there's a minute left. They oh, kick I an did onside see that. kick, and it that. was, it was th- the most perfect I execution know. for an onside kick that you can have. It bounces right up, out of um. Well, it did the, like three little bounces, and then it caught right, that it big bounce. It's right in time, right over the Clemson's uh, wide receivers' hands on a hands team. I know. I couldn't believe they didn't. Get and it. UNC just wasn't in position to get the ball. They run past the ball, and then uh, your boy Ross jumps on it, and Clemson runs a clock up. Yeah, I mean, you got to give North Carolina credit there. Uh, they showed up to play, but I don't know how much of it was they were good or Clemson was just bad, you know? Trevor Lawrence has not looked very uh, Heisman Trophy-esque. Oh, not at all. I was never a big believer in Trevor Lawrence. I've said it all year long. You did. We were talking about Tua and Trevor Lawrence. I said I leaned towards Trevor Lawrence. You said I mean, Tua. they're giving them all of this uh, praise and hyping them up so high after just one season and then yeah. – I mean, he he did okay during during the regular season. I mean, in the in the national championship game, he played very well. But uh, that's what it was to come in as a true freshman and to put up those numbers versus Bama. I mean, it's pretty. It, <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty damn impressive. I gotta admit. But yeah, I kind of wish they would have pulled it out. Um, but okay, well, yeah. So that wraps up a very profitable weekend in college. I think it's safe to say that I am on fire again. I, I was on fire two weeks ago. I slightly cooled off last week, and then I reignited just like that. I'm back. Um, so we'll move on to the NFL. And before we talk about our picks, can we talk about the Saints getting a win with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback versus the Dallas Phenomenal. Cowboys? Like, I remember when Drew Brees went down, I said, okay. I said, realistically, we lose to Seattle. We lose to Dallas. We can beat the Bucks. We can beat the Cardinals. Um I didn't even – I probably wasn't even giving us Chicago, but Trubisky goes down, um, which, again, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah the, he sucks. Um, uh, Chase Daniels the backup. And if anybody knows Chase Daniels and his weaknesses, the New Orleans Saints do. But I want to say um, Marshawn Lattimore's performance on Sunday night was – I know I'm biased, but that was the best – shutdown performance that I've watched start to finish from a cornerback. I couldn't tell you a better one that I've seen. He absolutely made Amari Cooper disappear. Everybody wants to hop on Marshawn Lattimore and say that he's overrated, this and that, that he'll never live up to his rookie season. I think it's ridiculous. That guy shows up to play. Every time he's up against a big receiver, he shuts down Julio. He shuts down Mike Evans. I know Mike Evans had a decent game against him last time he played him. He caught a deep ball, this and that. This is the best cornerback we've had in God knows how long. I mean, we had Brandon Brown, or we had Jason David. We had who? Who were the other ones? There was, I mean, there was a whole um, list. That of, boy Stanley. What was it? Stanley Jean <laughs> Baptiste or some junk? I don't. Second we, round draft pick. We have Waste, had throw it in the toilet. The worst corners ever. It was Brandon Brown, or it was flag after flag. Yeah. I remember that was like the worst thing. I was so happy when we got him. Oh, Legion of Boom. Yeah. No, when he doesn't have Richard Sherman on the other side and Earl Thomas over the top. He sucks. Yeah, it was like he was purposely trying to play bad. No, literally. I think he was literally just like, I'm going to just yank this guy to the ground because fuck it. Like, so what Marshawn Lattimore did to Amari Cooper, that's the thing. Everybody wants to harp on him when he gives up a catch, but you better fucking praise him after he has a game like that because that was absolutely incredible. He 
made Cooper disappear. I don't even know if they were able to find him to get him back on the plane to go back to Dallas. I think he's probably still in the dome somewhere. He's lost. There, there's a missing missing persons report uh, put out for Amari Cooper. And Demario Davis played lights out. Davenport is the king of almost sacks, but he's getting better. He he finally oh, showed that. Um, was it a reverse or it was a end around or something where Davenport made an excellent play? Yeah. Uh, and he forced the play back inside. If he doesn't yep. do that, that yep. they're going to get a first down easily no, in that Von situation. Bell played, Von Bell, I was about uh, to say. Yeah. Dude, this entire this was a complete performance by the defense. Sheldon Rankins, I, who I felt like they might have rushed him back, that's pretty quick for an Achilles injury, he played well too. He was pressuring Dak. He was stopping the run. We held Zeke to 34 yards. Onyemata played great. He had a huge sack. Cam Jordan gets held on every goddamn play and still – produces i don't understand yeah and um marcus williams with the <laughs> dude with the interception at the oh, end padding the God. stats huh? i know i know shannon's texting us in our group message because he, he loves marcus williams and look i want marcus williams to do good i really do but he's just not that good he's not i, I i'll defend saints players until i'm blue in the face but he is consistently out of position and he's slow to break on the ball he texts and says, Marcus Williams leading the team in interceptions. I said, Stevie Wonder could have caught that one, Shannon. It almost hit him in the face, and he almost drops it. Go look at it. He almost drops yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Marcus Williams is a good player in my opinion. Um, ever since the Minnesota Miracle, though, he's played the game hesitant. Yes, he's yeah. He's if he tentative. trusts his instincts and his coaching, he, he's going to be a, a good player for the Saints for a long time. Um. I, I, I'm hard on him just because of what happened and the money that we had riding on that season. Um, and then who asked the dumbass question? Somebody asks us and says, who would you rather have the game depend on, Teddy Bridgewater or Marcus Williams? One, they play two totally different positions. So one's a quarterback, one's a safety. And then uh, we're not going to say any names, but somebody chimes in and says, oh, I want it on uh, Marcus Williams. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. I said, okay, one – the game already depended on Marcus Williams. He was our last hope, and he, like, had a seizure and fell down and then ran into Ken Crawley and let Stephon Diggs high-step his way to the end zone. Didn't turn out well. And then we're still we're still on the Teddy Bridgewater hate train. He's got two wins. I know we didn't – I know we went three trips to the red zone – or four trips – yeah, three trips to the red zone, three field goals, and then one field goal there at the end. And Teddy had a horrible play to get us out of field goal range on that last mm, – uh, That was scary. That was that was a terrible decision. But um, Yeah, but the play calling there is questionable. I know you're trying to get a first down, but to me it was too run long. The ball, run the ball. You should just run the ball, yes. be safe, and get a field goal. That way they cannot kick a field got goal the best and win the back, game. got the best running back in the league at we making people miss. we got the best miss. field goal kicker in the game. I know. Best running back in the league, though, at making people miss and keeping plays alive. Let Kamara – just give it to him and let him go try to – yeah, Teddy happen. Bridgewater just tried to do too much in that situation. Yeah, um, no, I know he panicked. You can see the look on Drew's face. He really face. didn't have much of a much of a choice to do anything else. Really, you just gotta though. fall down there though. Yeah, on the first sack, but you're you got to put yourself in his shoes. He's trying not to get sacked. Yeah, keep the so play he alive. spins out of it. Not he doesn't see the other guy coming. But yeah, that was almost a disaster. But yeah. So, this is the, the first best punter in the league. So, oh, I've always said that. This is the best player. Yeah, in the we league. got the best everything That's in the, the league. Best player in the league. Best fans. Best, best coach. Um, worst, worst officials though at every game. Oh God, dude. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, the whole I want to I would rely on Marcus Williams to win the game. That makes absolutely no sense to me. He blew the game for us in the biggest game of his career 
at the, up to that point. He took a nap. I don't know what he did. Um, but, again, I, I'm harder on Marcus Williams just because of the circumstances. I really, really do want to see him succeed. I hope we're in the Super Bowl and he gets a pick six and Tracy Porter's that bitch down the sideline to seal it. So, I really do. But until I see it, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to blindly – just, oh, great game, Marcus. You got an interception that Jarius Robertson could have ran out there and got that interception. Like, And then his dad could have <laughs> sold it on the internet and then said they were giving it to his foundation but went and gambled it at the casino. That's um, what he did? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? Oh, man, that's Yeah, cold. super fan. He, and he like, tweeted something, too, like, I don't condone my dad's actions and this and that. And then he's like, hashtag don't dance in my end zone. Like, mm, that's done. Oh, man. That's done. Sorry. Yeah, well, this was the first time um, – since Sean Payton and Drew Brees have been a part of the Saints, that the Saints don't score a touchdown in a game. Is that true? That's a stat? Yeah, and we won a game because of the defense. So The defense played hats incredible, off to dude. Incredible. Everybody did. Uh, Klein, peanut punching. That's two weeks in a row with the peanut punch. Klein punching out uh, against Witten. Witten should have stayed in the booth, but he's terrible in there, so he had to make a decision. He looks like he just had leukemia. He's got his got his head shaved. Yeah, I don't he shaved know. his head. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with he him. He didn't get a catch after that. Yeah, and then Zeke fumbles. Uh, I guess you could say controversial, but I saw the ball moving, and then the play on the field was a fumble. Cowboys fans want to talk about oh, it's up to oh if the refs if Cooper was healthy, this and that. I was somebody was saying on Facebook, if you can walk, then the Cowboys are going to play you. I said, oh well, where was Michael Gallup then? Because he's a week out from uh, being able to come back and play. Someone's telling me he's walking around. If Cooper wouldn't play, if he wasn't healthy, so he's trying to get a contract. He he was not going to risk an injury. If he was really hurting, he wouldn't be out there. He, Marshall and Lattimore just made him look like he was hurt. So hell of a win by the Saints. We move on to Tampa, who just dismantled the Rams. Um, Jared Goff. I don't know what the hell that was. I wish that. Yeah, I wish he would pull one of those performances in the NFC Championship game. But um, I don't know. I think that was a fluke. I'm not worried about Jameis. Like I said, Jameis ate his career away two years ago. Um, so, yeah, we'll move on to our NFL picks. Um, but, again, congrats to the Saints. I absolutely love it. When Drew Brees got hurt, I had a rough night. Um, but, I could. I mean, you can't ask for anything more. That was a hell of a win. So me and Nick had the exact same picks in the NFL this week. We both had the Packers minus four and a half on the Thursday night game. Fucking Aaron Rodgers is killing me, dude. I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers being in this class of them calling him the GOAT and this and that. I mean, I know Mahomes has come on now and kind of taken the shine off of Aaron Rodgers, but he made some very questionable decisions in this game. I felt like he was scared with the ball in uh, the red zone, just throwing it away instead of trying to – make somebody miss and make a play. It happens, I guess. But I wasn't very happy with this uh, with this game. I We both had the Chiefs minus six. This was your big easy bet of the week. They scored at the end of the game to win by four. They had Darrell Williams, LSU. Yep. And John Errett. Yeah. We played against them in high school. Yep. They wrecked y'all. Yep, they sure <laughs> did. They oh. were so fast. They made fast people look not fast. So that puts a dent in your big easy bet mark there. What are your thoughts on that? The Lions are a good football team. They were able to establish the run against the Chiefs. That's why I think that this game was as close as it was. Matt Stafford played a hell of a game, I felt like. 
Yeah. Matt Stafford made quite a few throws in that game that if Mahomes is making those throws, ESPN's going crazy. That's all they're talking about, and nobody said a word about Matt Stafford making those throws. Yeah, I always – I've been a big fan of Matt Stafford since he's coming to the league. Um, He hasn't put up the big-time numbers, but uh, he's had one of the worst offensive lines oh, in yeah. football for the past five years. Yeah, he had Calvin Johnson prematurely retire because they don't want to put anybody around them in that team to succeed. So he's been battling through uh, adversity all over the place with his own organization. Yeah, but so. he's got he's got good escapability. He's got a strong arm. And if if the Lions can protect him and if the Lions can run the football, the Lions will compete for a playoff spot. So the last game we had was the Jaguars plus three. This was my big easy bet of the week. Um, the legend of Gardner Minshew grows. This is exactly what I said would happen. Um, this dude is ridiculous. This dude is incredible. I, he's got that it factor. He's got the handlebar mustache. He wears the jorts. They said he, he warms up in the locker room in nothing but a jock strap and does stretches. It's a true story. They really said that. Um, that's what you look for in your starting quarterback, is it not? Justin? I mean, that's what I'm looking for. You're looking and for him to do uh, – stretches in the locker room with just a yeah. jock strap on. I don't know if I believe it. I don't know if I believe that. Oh no, they said that is 100% a fact. They said he is out there, but he's got he's got that uh that it factor. So, oh, and can we talk about Leonard Fournette? What did he have? 225 rushing yards? Anybody? That's what I expected of him. That's what I that, that's what we said coming in. We that, said he could lead the league in rushing. I I I said that centered around the fact that he was going to have Nick Foles and going to have a passing game. So as soon as Nick Foles gets hurt, that kind of puts a little a dent in that. But, I mean, we didn't foresee that happening. They finally gave him the amount of carries that he needs. They gave him 30 carries that yep. game. and yeah. Feed the beast. That's that boy Fournette is a bad man. <laughs> Did you see that run, though? He hurdles a defensive back. He's juking all over the field. He almost took it to the house. Like, that was – that was crazy. That was that was exactly what I've been looking for out of Fournette. I put my money where my mouth is. I said I felt Fournette was going to have a great year. I took him in fantasy. I've been high on Baker all year. I got Baker in two leagues. He has not looked up to par that, so far, but I think he's going to turn it around this week. I expect him and Odell to have a big week, um, especially with Jarvis Landry potentially sidelined with a concussion. I think Baker's going to bounce back in a big in a big way this week. He didn't play bad at all against a solid Ravens defense, but Nick Chubb just went off. I mean, Nick Chubb had, what, 165 yards and three touchdowns? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, and that's the way Nick Chubb was playing at the end of last season. He oh, was yeah. breaking a lot of long runs. and Yeah, he's a The similar, whole Browns got off to a slow start. Chubb's a similar runner to Fournette, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, even out, coming styles. out of college, you you had Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb. Sony Michelle was a higher uh, – rated prospect yeah but I, I always Chubb. liked Nick Chubb over Sony Michelle I think he has better better feet um he runs harder and that top end speeds oh yeah not no, he, bad at all yeah no he's a he's a quality quality back he is uh I look for him to maybe not have as much success as that last game but I look for him to sustain to be a top 10 running back in this league um so yeah Big easy bet of the week. Jaguars plus three. It was a hell of a comeback. They were down 17, and Gardner Minshew. Minshew mania leads them on a 17-point comeback. I think they scored 20 unanswered, something like that. I got to say, on that last drive, he took a shot to the knee where he got up. I don't know if you watched that game. Um, The look on his face, and this is a tough dude. You can tell this dude is tough. 
the look on his face hurt me. I was like, oh, my God. I thought he was messed up. He was limping so bad. His face was so red. Like, And he stood there and drove him down the field, got him in field goal range. Lambeau sealed it. You could see him running out there to celebrate with his team after. He's limping big time. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I mean, that's a that's a tough son of a bitch. And he lay, he stayed in there, hung in the pocket, took the hits, and got him in, uh, in position to win the game. So we both went one and two in the NFL. Um, but I won my most important bet of the week, my big easy bet. That brings me to three and zero for my big easy bets, which are our locks of the week, and that brings Nick to one and one. Um, overall for NFL, that brings us to eight, seven, and one. So not where we want to be with the NFL, but we look to bounce back this week in a big way. So let's move on to actually real quickly. Let's talk about UFC two forty three. We got Robert Whitaker versus Israel Adesanya. Do you have anything on that one, Justin, or is that just me? Nothing. I mean, I'm just making a pick here. I'm not going to go real in-depth with it. I'm taking the last style bender. I like Adesanya. I think uh, I, I love that style. He fights just like Anderson Silva. He said that was his idol. He actually fought Anderson Silva, and I believe he knocked him out. Um, I look for him to to uh, knock Robert Whitaker out in this one. Mm, um, Third-round knockout. Yeah, Adesanya tries to fight like Anderson Silva. He's not close to as good as Anderson Silva was in his prime. Well, he's not there yet, but that doesn't mean he won't get there. He's so. fighting for the championship. He's undefeated. Yeah, 17 and now. 17 and Listen, now. Listen, style bender. Robert Whitaker's a very technical striker. He's going to throw very hard lay kicks. Um, If I'm betting this, I'm betting Whitaker right now. The lines are about even both guys. It's minus minus one ten. It's whichever one. Um, Yeah, take your pick. I think Adesanya's a little bit overhyped. He's a he's a showman, but um, I'm not sure his skills are as good as Whitaker's are. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fair to say. And Robert Whitaker uh, has survived some heavy shots, specifically from Yoel Romero who might be the hardest-hitting guy in the division. So, yeah, no, that's a uh, – no, Robert, Robert Whitaker's, what, 20-4, and four, I believe. Um, that dude's a hell of a fighter, too. He's a super athlete, but so is Adesanya. I mean, yeah. this is going to be an excellent fight. Yeah, I'm predicting an explosive third-round knockout for uh, Israel Adesanya. I think uh, I think he's he's the guy. UFC wants this to be the uh, – the face of the uh, whatever program, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I would like to see Adesanya become a um, more aggressive mm-hmm. fighter and really show off his skills. I don't think he's done that yet. Yeah, so. he's definitely got that Anderson Silva like counterpunching style. He's going to sit there. He's going to put his hands behind his back. He's going to bob and weave and then try to catch you coming in. Yeah. So you, you're going with Whitaker here? Yeah, I like Whitaker. Justin, you got a pick for us? I like the guy going seventeen and now. I like. Uh, you think he's going to make it eighteen and now? Yeah, I think he's going to be eighteen and now. All right, so me and Justin are both on the last style bender, Israel Adesanya, and I am four now in UFC. Just so everybody knows, never lost. I don't know. I don't remember where you're at. What are you two and two? Yeah, Cormier and uh, oh yeah, you picked uh. Poirier. So yeah, I'm four and zero, but I mean, you can put an asterisk by one. Uh, Khabib, there there was very slim chance that Khabib was losing that fight. That wasn't exactly going out on a, on a uh, limb for that one. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, when McGregor was fighting 145 pounds, he was in a uh, 
press conference talking about the 155-pound division. Mm-hmm. Stuck in the mud. <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking how ironic that is because, like, whenever someone's fighting Khabib, they probably feel like they're stuck, stuck in, in the, the mud. mud. Yep. No, yeah, that's a good point. So we'll move on to our picks for NFL this week. Uh, I'm sorry, we'll move on to our picks for this upcoming week. We'll start with college. Um, first pick I like is the UCF Golden Knights minus four at Cincinnati. I don't know if y'all saw the picture. Cincinnati's unveiling a new field, black turf with, like, these red eyes on it. I like it. They're going to come out fired up, and they are going to get the shit kicked out of them on that new field. Dylan Gabriel going to be throwing the ball all over the field. That's what I'm taking. First pick. I think it's a Friday game, I think. Um, um, Yeah, it's on Friday. I was looking at this game. I think I – am I undefeated on Friday games? I, I, I might have had Boise there versus Marshall on a Friday. Um – but I have a I have a good good percentage on Friday games. If I pick a game on Friday, you might want to piggyback it. But but you know I love the uh, the Golden Knights. Yeah, both teams have decent defenses. Cincinnati strength their team is their defense. It's in Cincinnati. UFC's coming off. I mean UF <laughs> UCF is coming off that loss to Pittsburgh. They beat Connecticut last week. Yeah, they kicked Four the point shit favorites. out of UConn. This was a tough one. I didn't end up picking this one. If I had to, I would maybe pick Cincinnati, but really, just because of being at home. What are you over there nodding your head for, Justin? You picking I, Cincinnati? No, I stayed away from this game, but if I were to pick, it would be Cincinnati. Okay, I like it. I don't want y'all to be on mine. Y'all's records aren't good. so. so New Field's just going to play the key factor in this win. You think? Yeah. You think so? Okay. Friday I think night. if their, their defense is what – is the reason why I would pick them, and they're at home, they're underdogs. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's I, not Dorian Thompson Robinson. It's, it's back four there points. This game could be close. It. it could I could also see thirty point U, blowout. UCF beating them pretty bad, but um. Yeah. Yeah, so. I guess we're gonna see on Friday. <laughs> so I like that's it. Why, y'all are staying that's away why the from game's got to be played. You play to win the game too. So y'all like uh. Y'all like Cincinnati there, but y'all are staying away from it. I'm hammering UCF minus four, and we'll recap next week. To uh, We'll come back to that one for sure. Um, another one I like is the Utah State versus LSU over under. What's the what's what's it at at the moment? What's the number? 72. 72? Yeah. I like the under here big time. I really like the under. I think uh, – I mean, I we're going to come out and put up some points. It's, Bur- it's Burrow for Heisman. He's out there trying to score – Goddamn, Jamar Chase had five touchdowns against uh, Vanderbilt two weeks ago. I don't think we mentioned that. That's a, I think that's a record. Um, we, yeah, I, I, I think the under is a sure play here. LSU's defense has been catching a lot of flack. They said Orgeron has been uh, hammering on my practice about twelve missed tackles, and that they've been hearing it all week. Twelve missed tackles, and that they're tired of hearing it. I think they're going to come out and they're going to. I'm not going to make any prediction here, but I think we're going to hold Utah State to. I I don't think I don't see them scoring any more than three touchdowns. So. Um. Yeah, I think Dave Aranda's going to. We we we're coming off a bye week, so. We're 26 point favorites in this game too. I stayed away from the spread. Yeah, last I saw it, it was 28. Okay, so it's growing. Um, when it was 28 against Georgia Southern, I got the first half spread at. Sixteen and a half. I uh-huh. think that we're going to be beating them pretty, pretty good at uh, halftime. So that might be something to look out for. Yeah. But yeah, the under 
72 is a whole lot of points. I know we've been scoring a lot of points. And uh, the defense has been letting up a decent amount of points, but not in close games. I mean, if you think about it, if it's I could see it. Say we give up 21, I could see it 45-21. Come out, put up a ton of points, take our foot off the gas, conserve Burrow, make sure we keep everybody healthy for the upcoming games. 45-21, to 21, I mean, you got, what, 66? Mm-hmm. And I don't think I, – I, I think the defense – I really do. I think the defense is going to come out and play play a quality game. And Yeah, um, I think LSU's defense is going to hold them to under 20 points. Yeah. So, I mean, as long as we don't put up 50, we should be all right. But you like the over here, right? Absolutely. Don't backpedal like now. No, I, li- I like the over. Do you love it? I love it. You do? <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> okay, so Justin's big on the over of 72. Just that number right there. I mean, is this, Nick, is this a game by Hawaii? Um, we took, no. We took the under on that game week one. I took the over. Did you? Yep. Oh, so you, you're big on this, the plus 70 overs. <laughs> um, So, yeah, Utah State, LSU, 72. Uh, I like the under there. You got a pick for us, Nick? Um, yeah, I like Texas going against West Virginia. In West Virginia, Texas is favored by 10.5 points. I think Texas in this game is a far superior team than West Virginia. Um, I think Texas is going to win this game by three touchdowns. So you're saying it's a big easy bet? No. Well, shoot. No, it's not. <laughs> Okay. So I, I realize I hadn't even picked my big easy bet yet, but no, that's not going to be it. You got one for us, Justin? Yeah, I like um, I like the Auburn-Florida game. Auburn and Florida. Yeah. I like Auburn. Uh, I don't know. I was going to stay away, but then I went with Auburn. Uh, I'm finally convinced of Bo Nix. Yeah, so they are – this game is in Florida – Florida is a three-point underdog. This one is actually my big easy bet of the week. Auburn plus Auburn minus three. I'm all over it. Florida's got the backup quarterback. Unless Felipe Frank is going to hobble out there, take a break from Taco Bell, and come back out on the field and uh, put his foot on the right way and try to lead the Gators to a victory. I don't. Even with Felipe Franks, I'd like it. I'd like it minus ten. Felipe Frank. This is going to be another case of uh, the backup quarterback biting me, but. Um, yeah, that is my big easy bet of the week. Auburn minus three in Gainesville. Yeah, I like Auburn as well in this game. Um, obviously, we've been hyping Auburn up this whole episode. Yeah, you can't backpedal now. <laughs> yeah. um, Florida, a top ten team. It is in Gainesville. It's in the swamp. A How do you feel about play. Florida? The quality, the character of their players. Yeah, I don't like any teams <laughs> in the state of Florida. Yeah, not even UCF. No, they they were they acted outlandish against LSU in that bowl game. Yeah, last they year. did. They yeah. were they were acting crazy. Yeah. Um. So we're all on Auburn minus three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this next game, I want to get y'all's opinion on um, Iowa at Michigan minus four and a half. Michigan four and a half point favorites. What are your thoughts? You got any? Um, I was looking at this game. Uh, Iowa, most famous for the uh, Children's Hospital overlooking the field. They do the end of the first quarter wave to the kids. That's about all I know about Iowa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Iowa's got a good defense. So, 
I do think Michigan is going to win this game, but I don't know the if it's going to be by four and a half. Justin, who do you like? Yeah, I like Michigan in this game. Uh, I agree. I can see Iowa beating them by like a field goal or by two, but um, I can't see Michigan losing twice in five games. Yeah, no, I agree. After this game, I, I was looking at this, and uh, I mean, I, I keep I keep getting bit by the, the Harbaugh bug, but I feel like after this game, we're all going to be saying... Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! <laughs> That's how Harbaugh's feeling. Harbaugh's coming... Harbaugh knows he's got to win this game, and he's got to win it by a wide margin. Um, I felt like they were going to show up against Wisconsin. They did not. He was over there standing in his khakis looking like a damn moron watching uh, who's the running back for uh, Wisconsin. Uh, Taylor. Jonathan yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor running all over him. I think they're going to come out and uh, play a quality game. I don't like Shea Patterson. I say it every time I bet Michigan, but I'm going to do it. Minus four and a half. I'm taking Michigan here. Did you or did you pick this one, Nick, or are you staying away from this one? No, I'm not gonna pick it, but um, I will let y'all know that right now I have it at three and a half. Even better. Yeah, that is better. That's trending um, towards Michigan. Yep. The over under in this game is forty six. Oh no, and I'm a half. sorry. I'm sorry. That's trending towards Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The over under is forty six and a half. I'm going with the under in this game. Really? Yeah. Okay. So. Me and Justin are both on Michigan minus, you said three and a half? Yep. Okay. Michigan minus three and a half. We're both on them. Nick's going with the under. Um, Another game I like here is Tulane at Army. Tulane minus two and a half favorites. Um, Army looked really good against Michigan. They should have pulled out a win. College kickers, man. College kickers suck. Um, If he could hit that kick, they win the game. With that being said, I like Tulane in this game. I bet Tulane week one, they cashed in for me, and then I went against Tulane with Houston, and Houston looked so bad, De'Ara King decided to sit out for the rest of the year. Um, Actually, they looked great, and then they had the biggest collapse of all time. Um, I like McMillan here. Army's going to do the ground and pound uh, offense. (sighs) What are they? They run the triple option too, right? All the damn mil- yeah, military teams. Yeah, quarterback threw five passes last game. Yeah, all the damn Completed military one teams. for a touchdown. That's twenty percent. Uh, so I, I like Tulane's defensive line. I said it week one. Um, if this game was in Tulane, I would feel a lot better about it. But going on the road minus two and a half, I'm going to take Tulane with the points here. You like this game as well? Yeah. Uh, at first, I liked Army, but that stat about the passing three off. That and uh, Tulane's defense is really nice. Their uh, their defensive line, I think, is just going to shut down. Yeah, I think the run gonna, game for Army because that's. I think they're going to control the trenches. Yeah, I like McMillan. The um the triple option isn't a hard thing to stop. No. You don't think? No, I, I, it's not. Thunder, lightning, storm. Thunder's the dive back. Lightning's the quarterback. Storm's going to be the pitch man. Everybody has to have their responsibility. Tulane's a well coached team. I think that. I like this pick. It's not one of mine, but I would endorse this pick. Yeah. It should be one of yours because I'm on fire right now. Um, okay, so do, do you have a pick that neither me or Justin picked? Um, 
because you haven't you haven't really been on any of these picks with us. Justin's over here looking at my sheet. He's picking all of mine. Yeah, I have Marshall going against Middle Tennessee State. Marshall favored by um, four points in this game. Is Chad Pennington coming back to play for him? No, but <laughs> I like Marshall. I think that they have a um, how would you say a, a feisty team? A, yeah, a team that's decent at keeping games close. They uh, play hard. They tackle very well. That was one thing we noticed in the Boise State game was how well Marshall was tackling. Yeah, when we uh, had Boise State. Were you on that? You weren't on Boise with me, were No, nah, but I'm part of the podcast, so I'm just <laughs> riding on your success right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I like Marshall in this game. I think that they're going to be able to run the ball. I think their quarterback's a good game manager. Um, Marshall minus four, this is my big easy bet of the week. Really? Really? Marshall minus four versus Middle Tennessee. Big easy bet. All right, I like it. Um. So this is week what five in college football? Six. Six. Yep. Is it? Yep. God damn it! I'm doing it again. I'm going back to the Boise State Blue Broncos, baby. I can't stay away from them. I told you I'm addicted to betting on Boise State. They had a bye week last week. Um, I that's why I wasn't six and one. Possibly five and zero. Oh. I might have put Boise in place of Texas A&M. Boise State refuses to not cover the game unless they're playing Marshall and want to get in the red zone three times and score no points um, and double them up in offensive yardage. It should have been easy covered. They should be 4-0 against the spread. I'm going Boise State, Blue Broncos, at UNLV, minus 21. What, what's, a, what's the updated uh, spread there? Can you fact check me on that? 23. Okay. Is that current or is that what you wrote earlier today? <laughs> that's earlier Justin. yeah i'm gonna take about 30 that. minutes ago okay well where are we at there might have been some big uh some sharp money on yeah uh, it's 23 points is boise it? state's favorite by 23 hey i saw 21 i wish 23. It, i wish it was still 21 but gotta do it i refuse to not bet boise state um hank bachmeyer top five name in college football uh, Mahone, baby Ricky Williams, who might be hurt for all I know. That goddamn guy keeps getting nah, his damn. He's healed from the bye. We got him. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're fresh. They got fresh legs. They're coming out hot. I'm taking Boise State minus twenty three at UNLV. This isn't basketball, folks. This is college football. The running rebels are uh, they're made for the hardwood, not for the uh, not for the gridiron. We're going Boise State Blue Broncos here. And that brings me to my last pick for college, uh, Kansas State versus Baylor. What's the spread at on this one? Two points, Kansas State's favor. Kansas State minus two. I like it. I like it. I think this is going to be a huge game for uh, James Gilbert. He's averaging 5.8 yards per carry, so he's got 55 carries, 321 yards, and four touchdowns. Baylor likes to throw the ball all over the field, but Kansas State has a stingy uh, secondary. I think they're going to be able to – keep the Baylor passing offense at bay. I think they're going to I think they're going to control the game on the ground. I think the minus 2 right there. I like it. Kansas State minus 2 at Baylor or versus Baylor. It might be in Kansas State actually. Yeah, it's actually It is State. in Kansas State. So. Even better. Even better. Who's the coach uh, of Kansas State? Is it still um 
that old man Snyder. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Coach Snyder. Yeah, we're going with Kansas State here, and that closes out my college picks. So I have this game as well, but I'm going opposite of you. I have Baylor. RG3 coming back? No, but they have a good running running game. They're averaging 216 yards per game. What um, The Josh. reason I think Baylor's going to win this game is uh, they played very well against a very good Iowa State team last week and um, ended up getting the victory as underdogs. Yeah, I watched that game, actually. Um, yeah, I like Baylor to beat Kansas State. Is Josh, I'm taking them. Is Josh Gordon coming plus back? Plus two. Josh Gordon? Yeah. Is he is he in the NFL now? Josh Gordon? Yeah. With the Patriots? Yeah. Yes. Okay, just checking. But, I, yeah, I didn't know. Maybe he had a fifth year, a, a, a last year of eligibility. If he, uh, I knew he came back, but I didn't know. Josh Gordon? Yeah, if he got on the bus with Antonio <laughs> Brown. <laughs> yeah, the dumbest goddamn person of all time, Antonio Brown. Um, You got any more picks for us, Justin? Uh, yes, actually, I have my big easy bet of the week, which is going to be North Carolina. Oh, my. Minus 10 and a half versus Georgia Tech. Really? Georgia Tech's terrible. Georgia Tech's got, they went away from that, uh, they used to run the damn triple option too, right? Yep. Non-stop. They went away from it. Yeah, Calvin Johnson, um, went to Georgia Tech when they ran the triple option. Yeah, that's questionable right there. I guess when they threw it, they threw it to him. Yeah. So, um, and he yeah, wore, and this and he game's wore the number 10 points now, Justin. So, really, you like North Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina by, you by don't 10. Think, it's okay, 10 so we're right locking now. you in on that one. North Carolina minus 10 versus Georgia Tech. That's his big easy bet of the week. We don't condone that pick. Um, Justin is a guest on big easy bets. Justin is not officially going to be listed on the Big Easy Bets record. So we do not condone betting on that pick at all. But if it hits, then maybe you should have listened to them. But, again, you don't think they're due for a letdown game? They just played Clemson. No, Mac Brown's looking for a win. Mac Brown just was a yard, a half a yard away from beating the number one team in the nation. That was his quarterback's fault. I, I know. His quarterback played very selfish. What are your thoughts on this game? Nick? Mm. It's tough coming off of a game against a tough team like Clemson. It was um, it's hard to get one of the reasons why I picked FAU last week. Um, Charlotte had played Clemson the week before this that game. Just getting the shit kicked out of them all week. And yeah, it's a go tough play. game to come. Every time uh, after – Alabama plays LSU, they have a slow start or, or, yep. or a slow game the, the week after that. It's yep. just because both teams play so physical. Um, and just the I don't the, think the Georgia Tech's very good, but I think um, at this point in the season, UNC's a little bit unpredictable. You never know what you're going to – yeah. What you're going to get. Yeah, I mean, we saw him look like dog shit against Wake Forest for three quarters and then turn it on at the end but not be able to pull it out. Um, but – with that being said, you heard it straight from uh, the Russian concussion. And then they mouth. lost to Appal- Appalachian State. Who? Oh, yeah, right. North, North Carolina. Carolina did yep. the week after that Wake Forest one. So, so it started off two and. So go ahead and uh, reiterate that one for them. Tell them, tell them again, who's your big easy bet? North Carolina, minus 10.5. Versus? Minus 10. Georgia Tech. Let him take the 10.5 if he's so confident. 
I'm trying to help him, man. I saw it just now at 10. <laughs> so is that does that close out your college picks? That's your last one? Or you I got, got one more. Uh, I'm riding with the SMU Mustangs. Oh, really? This week, yep. They play for Vegas. They're 5-0 and against the spread. They play for Vegas? Yeah. What do you mean by that? They just get the spread every day, every time. That would mean, well, not, wouldn't Vegas not want them to get the spread? Well, they play for the betters. <laughs> they play for everybody that's betting. So you're saying they refuse to not cover the spread. Who are they playing against? Doesn't matter. Do you even, do you even know? <laughs> no, I do. I do. Dang. Doesn't matter. I'm taking them no matter what. So you're saying you do not know who SMU is playing against. You're just blindly picking them. Do you know no, what what the spread is? <laughs> yeah, it's 13. They're playing Tulsa. Oh, I thought you said it was 5. <laughs> no, they're 5-0 no against the spread. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Um, And it's in Dallas. And it's in Dallas. Okay. Um, Again, we don't condone these picks. Anything you hear out of Justin's mouth is strictly and solely endorsed by Justin himself. Um, but he came in and had a positive weekend last time he was on the uh, on the show, so you can take that into account. But I don't condone those picks, not one bit. I don't know about Nick over there. Um, but, yeah, so to recap my college picks before we move on to NFL, we're going to try to wrap this up uh, semi-quickly here. I've got UCF minus four at Cincinnati with Cincinnati's new turf field. Who gives a shit? Utah State versus LSU. I'm taking the under 72 there. Iowa at Michigan. I'm rolling with Michigan minus four and a half. Tulane at Army. Tulane minus two and a half. Uh, like my big easy bet of the week is Auburn at Florida. Auburn is three point favorites in here. That is my big easy bet of the week. Boise State at UNLV. Riding the uh, the Blue Broncos straight to the bank again. Minus 23. And then Kansas State versus Baylor. Kansas State minus two at home versus Baylor. It's going to be the James Gilbert show. You heard it here first. So that wraps up my picks for college. Nick, go ahead and recap yours before we move on to the NFL. I have Auburn minus three and a half. I have Texas minus ten and a half. I have Baylor against Kansas State plus two in this game. I have Marshall minus four against Middle Tennessee. That's my big easy bet. And I have Iowa and Michigan under 46.5 points. Okay. And, again, for the big easy bets, I am 3-0. and Nick is 1-1. and um, So, Justin, go ahead and recap them. I uh, got Michigan minus 3.5. Maryland minus 13.5. Wait, you picked Maryland? Yeah, I'm running that. Did you say that? I didn't even hear you pick them. Oh, you just you just didn't want to throw that one out to the end. You were just gonna slip that one in, Maryland minus thirteen. Just slip it in there. You didn't watch them uh, this past week. Nick can tell I, you all did, about it. Yeah, I did. But okay. Your favorite thirteen again too. <laughs> Dang, Justin. <laughs> I did it this morning. Justin is looking up to see who <laughs> ma- who uh, Maryland is playing. <laughs> Sorry, ass team. And I hate when they show Maryland's coach on the sideline. Why? What is he doing? He just looks so sad. <laughs> Rutgers. <laughs> They're playing Rutgers, who just lost their head coach. Jim Valvano. Oh, yeah, Rutgers got beat up big time by Michigan. That was Jim Valvano's first coaching job. Yeah, Do you even know who that is? Probably his last. Oh, my God. Do you know who – you don't know Jimmy V? The basketball coach? Yeah. You just he said – died, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he died, <laughs> yeah. like, probably 30 years ago. Cancer, the Jimmy V Award. Yeah, yeah the Jimmy yeah. V Foundation. Yeah, you know him. 
He yeah. just said that was probably his last job, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went to coach NC State to a national championship. Justin, come on. You played basketball. Um, so he's going against Rutgers there. Jimmy B's rolling over in his grave. Um, Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> I right, continue recapping your picks so we can wrap this uh, up. Tulane minus three. Uh, Auburn minus three. Big easy bet. North Carolina minus ten and a half. Questionable. LSU over. Questionable. And SMU minus 13. <laughs> and Maryland. Yeah, I know you said that before we uh, started talking about Jimmy V. Um, you've got questionable picks all across the board. You're coming off a one and seven weekend, you said, and you're coming. That's what you bring into the show? Got to bounce back. You're bouncing back with that? Yeah, you sure you don't want to take your money to the dice table? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might be time to uh, take a couple weeks off there. One and seven, and that's what you're coming out with. Okay. See how that works out for you. We'll recap that next week. Um, all right, so let's move on to the NFL. I'm riding with Minshew Mania again. Jaguars plus three and a half versus the Panthers. Fournette is back to his old ways, running hard. Um they keep making this kid an underdog, Minshew Mania. He should have beat the Texans. Fournette missed it by about an inch. Props to Justin Reed stopping him at the line. Uh, he should be 3-0 and as a starter. This kid has the it factor. He wins the games. Jaguars plus 3.5 versus the Panthers. I love it. Another one I'm taking is the Titans minus 2.5 versus Buffalo. Um, Josh Allen got a concussion last game. I don't know exactly where he's at. I know he got knocked out of the game. Um, I think is, is there backup Matt Barkley? He's still in the league. What did he play at USC 15 years ago? Um, Tennessee dismantled Atlanta in Atlanta too. That was a hell of a win. Derrick Henry's running hard. Mariota controlled the ball. AJ Brown two touchdowns on three catches, 95 yards. Um, he asserted himself. I believe was he a Mississippi State guy? He might, he might have been. Who? Yeah, no. AJ Brown. Ole Miss. Ole, Ole Miss. Miss. Ole yes. Miss. That's what it was. That's what it was. Um, yeah, they look great, and I'm not big on Tennessee. I picked Tennessee to win under six games this year, and I think your brother Zach let us know that he felt Tennessee was hitting the over there, and that we made the wrong pick there. Yeah, Tennessee before this season, uh, they had three straight nine win seasons. Yeah. So that that's what what, he what are they at? What's the record at right now? Two and two. Two and two. You like Tennessee in this game? I do. What's what is what what spread did you have? Minus two and a half versus Buffalo. Okay, it's three now. Is yeah, it it's three? Close enough. I mean, I'll still take it. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm gonna go put my bets down tomorrow. We'll see what I get. But uh, I saw two and a half, so I'm locking Tennessee in at two and a half there. Um, so who do you have for the Thursday night game? Who's playing? The Rams. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm taking the Rams there. Plus one. Mm-hmm. It's in Seattle, right? Yeah. We just marched into Seattle and beat him with a backup quarterback. Um, Goff had the worst game of his career. Todd Gurley kind of bounced back a little bit, at least fantasy-wise. He had 26 points yes, in our league. Um, I don't see Goff having a performance like that two weeks in a row. I see I see the Rams bouncing back in a big way with this one. I think McVay's going to game plan for this one. And I, I said at the start of this, the first episode of this podcast, I said I saw the Rams getting off to a slow start this year. They have not so far. They got a little lucky with the Saints with Drew Brees getting hurt. Um, but they did not look good last week. They lost to a a very uh, not good Buccaneers team, in my opinion. They played well. The Buccaneers played good. You got to give them credit. But Jameis Winston's a damn moron. So until he can stop uh, 
Stop stealing those crab legs. I'll, I'll never bet on Jameis Winston, no matter what. Yeah, the the Buccaneers could be a threat when they get Devin White back. Yeah, Devin White's a game changer. He's gonna he's gonna make that defense a whole lot better when he's back in the lineup. Yeah, I, I mean, I said it. I've said it multiple times on this podcast. Jameis Winston ate his career away when he ate that W. I think he had a good game, but I think he bounces back to his old ways of turning the ball over. Yeah, he got off against a hot start. Who they played not last week, but the week before. Was it the Giants? Yeah, they got off to a hot start. He throws three yep. touchdowns in the um. And Dan- it may have been the first quarter. Daniel Jones. And then yep, Daniel Jones. They they beat them by um thirty thirty two to thirty one. I think the Giants won that game. So yeah, for the Thursday game, I like the Rams plus one in Seattle. I think golf bounces back. I think Gurley continues to uh build on his solid game last week, and I think McVay is going to game plan for this game. He knows that uh. He said in a press conference they got to win now. They're not saving anybody for later in the season. There is no later in the season if you don't win now. So I think they're going to bounce back. Even though I don't like the Rams, I hope they all break their leg and I hope they all lose. Um, but yeah, I have the you, Seahawks. Bet with your head, not your heart. Really? Yeah, I'm going with Russell Wilson this game at home. Um, I know the Saints beat them, but the Saints are the, the Saints. Saints. So yep, uh, Saints are a hard team to beat when. The game's officiated fairly. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, I said I, I said early in the podcast, I said I don't like betting against Russell Wilson. It's hard for me to bet against Russell Wilson. It's exactly what I said. He he pulls winner. those games out for you. Yeah, he's just a winner. That's he's a gamer. Um, but yeah, I do see the uh, there's some upside in betting the Rams in this game. Um, they could have a bounce back week, but uh, I like Russell Wilson's ability to. Um, extend the play, especially against a good pass rush of the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this game's going to be close. Las Vegas does as well. But I like um, Seattle at home. Okay. Justin, who you liking that one? I like the Rams. Uh, I can't see them dropping two in a row. Yeah. I swear, Justin just looks at my sheet whenever I'm not looking and uh, pencils some stuff down. Huh? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a good pick. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I can't. It's hard for me to bet against Russell Wilson, but I can't not go with the Rams in this one. I feel like after that loss, McVay's probably chewing them out in practice every day this week. Um, what is the over-under for the Saints Buccaneers? 47. Okay. I like the under here. I like the under. I think uh, – I, I don't know. Has an over-hit since Teddy's been starting? Uh, that's going to be hard to fact-check that. But um, What was the score in the Seattle game? 12 to 10. Oh, Seattle. I think Cowboys was 12 to 10. 27? Yeah, that. I don't know. That could have hit over. I have no idea what it was. Though. I don't think it did. I don't think it did. They keep writing off our defense, fantasy-wise, which I know that's just fantasy. Saints defense is projected for like three and a half, or like 3.5 points. Something crazy, or four points. The over-under was 43 and a half that game. Which so, one? Uh, Saints in Seattle. So it hit the over? Yeah. And then they hit the under against Dallas. Um, I mean, the Buccaneers seem to have a quality defense, judging by what Jared Goff just did with them. And uh, we can't score touchdowns. So if we're going to win this game, which I think we will, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I like the under here. Yeah, I expect it to be a low-scoring game as well, unless if our defense scores so, touchdowns like they did yeah. against Seattle. That was uh, why that. Yeah, but we also got a defensive touchdown and a punt return for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, game. that's what I'm saying. Under yeah. should have hit. Back yeah. Then. Likely it should have, yeah, but we scored two. So what is it at? Non-offensive Four, 46? 47. 47. Okay, yeah, so I like the under there. Um, 
the Monday night game, the uh, Cleveland Browns versus the San Francisco 49ers. Browns going on the road to San Francisco. They are plus three and a half underdogs. I like the Browns here. I said it earlier this episode. I think uh, Baker and Odell are going to get back on track here, make a little magic, maybe take an 89-yard slant route to the house. Um, I know the 49ers are undefeated, but they haven't really played very quality competition yet this year. They barely squeaked out a win against a Steelers team without Big Ben. I know the Steelers just beat the Bengals, but the Bengals are terrible. I I, I think uh, Mason Rudolph had 16 passes to the running backs, 16, that out of like 24 completions. So they're, they're dumping it off with him more than we are with Teddy Bridgewater. So that's really conservative play calling. The Bengals are just bad. So 49ers barely squeaked that one out. I like the Browns, who just handled up on the Ravens, who are a quality team. I picked the Ravens to win the division. I like the Browns to win this game uh, – Pretty easily, but I'm taking them with the points plus three and a half. Um, my last pick for the NFL is the team I was just talking about, the Ravens, minus three and a half versus the Steelers, who I was just talking about. Mason Rudolph, they're scared to let him push the ball down the field. He threw it down the field more than 20 yards, I think, one time, which resulted in a touchdown, but his receiver was so wide open that uh, he could have probably threw it with his left hand, and he would have still been able to get it to him. Um, Ravens just got beat by i think 15 points by the uh by the browns i think lamar jackson bounces back in this game um even though the steelers defense is solid tj watt i think they sacked cincinnati eight times um that ravens defense though is still a quality quality defense i mean marlon humphreys is ready to leave it all out on the field he's two-hand choking odell on the ground choking him out ref's looking right at him he goes no looks clean doesn't say anything Odell's over there getting the getting the life choked out of him. The ref's just sitting there looking at him. Doesn't do anything. Um, but guy's got guts. You need that. You need that out of your uh, your defensive backs. I like the Ravens in this game plus three and a half versus the Steelers. Um, yeah, I think they bounce back. Who y'all got? Uh, I also like the Browns three and a half. Do you love them? Do you love Maybe. them? You maybe love them? I think it's going to be a good game. I don't know what that means. Do you love them or not? I guess I have to. <laughs> I guess I got have to love them. Okay. Are you marrying this pick or not, yeah. Justin? Is this your double big easy bet, the first ever double big no, easy bets? absolutely not. If I'm going to do a double busy, big easy bet, it's SMU. Oh, God. Oh, God. Minus 13. <laughs> Just stop. Yeah, you're not allowed to have a double big easy bet. No, sir. Um, not with that. Um, who else you like? So you got the Browns plus three and a half yeah. on Monday night. Yeah, I also like the uh, Cardinals. Cardinals plus three and a half over the Bengals. Huh. That's Kyler a Murray needs shit a win. Fest right there. Yeah, they're both. This is the toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah, they're both. Neither one of these teams have a win yet. Okay. Who else you like? That's it. That's it. How That's many it. you got total? Three. Three. Okay. Who you, who you got, Nick? Um. Yeah, I have the Seahawks. Right, right. I already yep. mentioned that. Yep. Um, I have the Jags as well. I was about to say, am I the only one riding Minshew Mania? No, I like I like um, the Panthers have issues all around right now. They've McCaffrey's been the out, only one. They've been pulling out wins though with Kyle Allen. I got to give it to him. Kyle Allen looks good. Cam Newton's about to be run out this <laughs> league. Who 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 have they beaten? They be uh, that's a good damn question. Um, they won last week against. Uh, I remember I was watching because. Texans, right. Texans Ooh. were five-point favorites. It was in Houston, I believe. And, and before that, Cardinals. 
Yeah, Cardinals aren't anything. Yes, but the Texans came in with high expectations this year. Yeah, I do like that Cardinals pick, though. Um, I think the Cardinals may be figuring some things out on offense. You um, think? Yeah, I mean, they're playing the Bengals. Well, yeah, anybody can figure things out on offense against the Bengals. But I'm saying in their last game, um, I think they're starting to use David Johnson a little bit more. I know yeah. he had a lot more receptions than he's been getting. Yeah. And definitely a lot more receiving yards. Where were we before that? The Panthers and the Jags. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the Jags in this game. I like the, the – obviously, we like Fournette. We like um, him coming off a 200-yard game. I like DJ I like Chark. to see him to keep it rolling. Yeah, and the Panthers' defensive backs are um, subpar, in my opinion. Yeah, Action Jackson isn't doing too hot this year. Look so for um, Minshew to have an, another spectacular game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I like DJ Chark. I think what he had – Touchdown the first three game or first two. How many were they played so far? Four. He's got a touchdown in three out of four games, I believe. And he should have had one last game. Um, it got called back due to a hands to the face penalty, and that was my big easy bet last week. So I'm watching that game, and I'm like, that was to take the lead late in the game, and it got called back. They went ended up having to settle for a field goal. Um, he's been playing great. It's an LSU guy. He was repping the seven in college. Um, Fournette as well on the same yep, team. Yep. I thought D.D. Westbrook was going to have a little more of an impact this year, but it's still early. That's what everybody keeps forgetting. It's only – they're four weeks in. It's still early. Um, so, who – is that is that wrap it up? I have you? the Browns as well. Okay. So, we're On Monday night, I have Browns. the Browns. Um, yeah, as underdogs, I think they're if, – if a lot of people think that San Francisco is going to win this game, then I think a lot of people are going to be shocked when the Browns win on Monday night. Um, the Browns are getting it going. Yep. And no, yeah, I look for them to be able to move the football. The running game yep. is getting going. and Miles um, Garrett is a beast. That's going to open yeah, up the passing the game. Yeah, I think um, I'm taking them with the points plus three and a half, but this is a game that I would strongly recommend looking at a money line pick. Um, I mean, they're getting plus three and a half. You'll probably get a pretty decent money line. I think the Browns win this game easily. Top to bottom, roster-wise, I think they're better. I, I don't even think it's close. Like any position, I think the Browns are better. Garoppolo has not looked very good this year. I know Baker has struggled so far, um, but I think they're Freddie Kitchens is going to game plan a uh, pretty solid game for Baker, and I think he, uh, I think him and Odell, like I said, calling him and Odell, lighting it up this this coming Monday. So, do you have any more picks for the NFL? Yeah, I'm going with the Packers plus three and a half going into going Dallas. Back to the Packers. Both of these teams started off three and zero. Coming off of losses last week, I'm not convinced by Dak Prescott. Me neither. That's, what I, that's what I had been saying. I don't, And I still do believe Aaron Rodgers has yet to get it rolling with uh, his new offensive coordinator. I, I think if they can establish the run a little bit better than they have been, because in that last game against um, – who did the Packers play? They just played on Thursday night versus the uh, the, the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. They had the ball. They got a pass interference call in the end zone, I believe. They got the ball at the one-yard line first and goal. They throw four straight incompletions. I wasn't watching the game, but I was getting updates. I was. I'm surprised they didn't try to run. I don't know why more teams don't run quarterback sneaks on, on, on the one-yard situation. A quarterback sneak is um, virtually impossible to lose yards on. I, I may have said this before, but – yeah, I'm just surprised that more teams don't do that. I'm, I was surprised the Packers didn't run the ball 
on any four of those downs. Um, yeah, but I do like the Packers in this game getting points against the Cowboys, who I feel are one of the more overrated teams right now. Yep. Um, the Packers' defense is still playing very good. The Cowboys' defense did play well against the Saints, but um, – Oh, yeah, no doubt, but that was to be expected. Yeah, but um, Aaron Rodgers isn't Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, no, no, that's true. Um, yeah, I stayed away from this one. It was hard to watch that Thursday game. It was a very frustrating game for me to watch. It's hard for me to not bet on Rodgers, just like it is Russell Wilson. But Rodgers is, uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's been struggling. It's, I'm staying away from this one. I don't. It pisses me off to watch Rodgers not do well whenever I bet on him. Um, so, yeah, I'm staying away. So, is that your last one for the NFL? Yep. All right, go ahead and quickly recap those for us. Then. I have the Seahawks favored by one point at home against the Rams. I have the Jags uh, as three-point underdogs on the road against the Panthers. I have the Packers as three-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road against the Cowboys. And I have the Browns as three-and-a-half-point underdogs Monday, against Monday night. the San Francisco 49ers. All right, Justin, quickly recap your picks. Uh, I got the Rams plus one-and-a-half, Browns plus three-and-a-half, and the Cardinals plus three-and-a-half. Okay, and I have the Jaguars plus three and a half, um, Tennessee minus two and a half versus Buffalo. That one kind of hinges on Josh Allen's status, but even with Josh Allen back, I still like Tennessee in this game. I've been big on Buffalo all year, but, I mean, with a banged-up Josh Allen, there's no way he plays, I don't think. He got knocked out of that game with a concussion uh, late in the game as well. So I like Tennessee minus two and a half. Thursday night, I like the Rams plus one to bounce back versus the Seahawks. I like the Saints and Bucks under 47. I like to see the Saints uh, keep it rolling. A hot Bucks team just beating the uh, the Rams by a, a very wide margin. I like to see us keep it rolling there under 47. Um, Browns plus three and a half as well, just as Justin and Nick are the Monday night game versus the 49ers. And the Ravens minus three and a half versus the Steelers. Tell them to bring me my money. I'm going to collect tomorrow at the casino. Put a new, uh, put these new round of bets down, and we look to keep it in the green as we have been every week this year so far. We have yet to have a week in the, in the red. I mean, I'm off to a hot start in college. Overall, we're off to a really solid start in college. We're not where we want to be with the NFL, but we are still in the green, and that's all that matters. We're still making money. So that, uh, that should wrap it up for episode number nine of Big Easy Bets. You got anything to say to everybody before we go, Nick? No. Not even a see ya. Um, I knew I shouldn't eat that damn popcorn. Justin, see ya. All right. So yeah, I want to say thank you everybody for tuning in. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Big Easy Bets. We are on Apple Podcasts. Go subscribe, give us five stars. We are also on Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And we'll be back next week to recap these picks and uh, let's keep making some money. We just gotta do what we do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top. One, two, three.